Welcome back to Christian AF. This is Johnny Blaze. Today we're going to be talking about divorce. So sit back, crack open a drink, and relax. Also, be sure to stick around where it's a Tuesday to play, where we'll play the hits from the 70s, 80s, and now. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Hey, boy. Welcome back. Have you ever seen a... I would 1,000% quit. Immediately. What? If you if we talk, talk like, like, so, we have our guest on here, Jack. <laughs> hey, all right, let's get back into Journey. <laughs> the wheel of the sky keeps on turning. 106.3. So good. <laughs> Turn it on. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, we have our friend Jeff back with us. Jeff. Oh, you turn. Diff, 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 diff. oh, we're going. Oh, okay. that was it. Oh, that was the intro, sir. That was the intro. That was the yeah. intro. If you'd like to name your character, wow. your DJ character. Uh, back in my broadcasting school oh. days, that was Johnny Blaze. I'm not joking. Johnny oh, Blaze. My that God. was the character. <laughs> Johnny Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> That's a what a 6.3, The Edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you well, start would, a sermon like that? Just it could one Let's time. See, uh, we could do it. Like pray that way yeah. <laughs> at the beginning Everybody of your sermon. Leave, <laughs> dear God. Uh, yeah. Today, Father God, we just come before you today. <laughs> Looking down at I ninety, we, uh, we we pray that the traffic bla- <laughs> uh, it's so bumper we, to bumper out there. <laughs> So this is what you talk to your ex-wife about. Uh, How you talk to yes. your ex-wife. That's why we got divorced. <laughs> he wouldn't stop. This he wouldn't stop with the voices. I'm crying. Yeah. Hey, okay. it. <laughs> we have connection. Uh, <laughs> okay. Off the rails already. Uh, wow. What a way to start. Cried. What a way uh, to start. <laughs> Sorry for all of that laughter. So in your today ears. we have Jeff, <gasps> who is, uh, yeah, I guess a, a, a teaching pastor. Uh oh, at, at Grassroots. Church. Just got serious here. <laughs> Hello. He's also divorced. My face hurts. I am and also ma- divorced and married and remarried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great uh it's been Thanks great question on. your pastor yeah question your faith question your friends yeah. question why johnny blaze <laughs> uh, you need to have a sign off when we end this episode um anyway so the bear the bears won right on sunday what they did i'm thinking about so separating and divorcing from the bears like, and oh, being the bear. a bear fan <laughs> <laughs> They're just so bad. I know it's a rebuilding year, but please, uh, I when can't, I it's can't been a rebuilding year since 1986, <laughs> basically. Uh, well, there's the one yeah, with Rex 1990. Grossman. Re- yeah. Rex Grossman. Uh, the Lovey Smith years were good. Do they make Grin and Barrett shirts? I wonder. Do you think that <laughs> you should? That was a good idea. idea. Oh bear. man, it's Grin and bad. Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I like oh that. man, I gotta get on that. Yeah, you better have thing. it trademarked, trademarked before this once episode the, uh, comes out. Once the old lady dies, it'll be all right. Yeah. Virginia <laughs> McCaskey, Virginia. That's a very old lady name. It is oh, very old. Virginia. All right. So why do we have Jeff here? Hold on. Are we talking about drinks? Or are we just skipping right oh, out past that? Sure. We We're meant something. to drink something else for this, but yeah. I didn't grab it. So that'll be. So the... you're gonna hear it on today's episode and the next one. 
the same beers. We recorded Apologies. out of order, but uh, beers. The the, beer. the uh, so today I am drinking Nosferatu uh, in in the line of October. We got a uh, a vampire beer. It's a red IPA. <laughs> red IPA. It's from Great Lakes. Really good. It's from Great Lakes. It's Great Lakes. <laughs> I'm gonna not overexplain it because we explain it again next episode. But <laughs> it's a really good beer. The Once beer that shall not be named, which you'll understand next episode. And Jeff and I are drinking uh, from Microphone Brewing, push, Kick Push Prost, Oktoberfest. Boom, boom. And I also what do you had think? coffee before this. Very good. Yeah, I like. I really yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah, I also have water. Yeah, I have water. And um, coffee. <clears throat> your awesome mug. <laughs> I, coffee yes, in this mug. I drink coffee out of my super dad, super husband, super tired. I didn't mug. know. Yeah. It, if are got, you all three of those stars. things? You should ask Tracy. Depends on the At day. least, definitely super tired. <laughs> Always super tired. I should get that checked oh, out man. by a doctor. So, to, to <laughs> who is Jeff? He's wearing a sweater. <laughs> so immediately ripped apart. Now you see, he does Over this taking off sweater. He does this to Jeff. He wears an all-black outfit once and almost cries in a corner After over the fact fun. that he got made fun of. Did made you? Fun of. You almost or, cried? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, he, he did. did cry. His the, eyes no, were wasn't even listening. Almost, it was not you weren't even there. On Good Friday? On Good Friday? Good Friday. Everyone's like, oh, you're dressing like Jesse. Like, without the attention. Being respectful <laughs> no, you look like you were I'm a little depressed this week. Yeah, right? I thought you looked like you were in a screamo band. <laughs> <laughs> was, Same thing. I was my, my, was yeah. my inner Rob Bell coming out. <laughs> Anyway, at least let me talk about nothing at, le- at all. At least I didn't cry. But yet, sound sermon really smart. <laughs> oh. You've gotten choked up. Mm. Yeah, but I hide it. Okay. No, okay. All so right. today, all right. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get nowhere. Here's this the thing: we did record an episode before you came. We had one beer. It's not this is like not the alcohol. I mean, it's you. On. It's this you. Is just getting punchy. I don't know how you many beers you had today. I've had Craig one. and I had three. Oh, oh, so Evan is go. the problem. Yeah. Evan's on the problem. Yeah. Or you just you already drank with Craig today? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's, why, that's why you need to get get out of the the uh, whatever Woodward does. Aerospace. Start doing church stuff. And you <laughs> can drink all day. Does, they do aerospace. They gotta get gotta get out of the old aerospace. <laughs> get out of the aerospace. Stupid so aeroplanes. <laughs> yeah. High goals, yeah. Jeff. Quit your job so you can drink all day. Um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of divorce, uh, we, yeah. So today we're talking about divorce and how the church handles it and voice cracks. Uh, that was a partial. <clears throat> anyway, so how's puberty, Jesse. So good, so good. It's I been had going no idea for a while. he was so good at voices. <laughs> this is fun. Can you do Donald Head Duck? Do you read no. to your kids with lots of voices? I do. Oh, I love it. I do. I love it. Okay. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Well, this is derailing hard. This is do we just not want to talk about it? Is that... Yeah, we're like, right. oh, divorce. We're oh, being so very awkward. Christian yeah. and just like yeah. awkwardly Ignoring not talking it. about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, we are talking about divorce today and uh, how the church should handle it, uh, or personally, I guess we should handle it. Um, so today we have our guest divorcee in <laughs> or divorcee, a divorcee. Yeah, yeah. That's actually on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> 
been divorced can handle it. Super can handle it. Marriage number um, one, year and a half. Yeah. I guess uh, to start this off, uh, uh, you have been divorced. Uh, we don't have mm-hmm. to get into reasons. Okay. But uh, unless you feel or the need, I guess. Tell us your story. No, uh, yeah. Did You were in the church when this happened, yeah? Yeah. Did you have bad experiences with it? Other than the actual divorce. <laughs> but like, with the church? With how, how people around. Oh, Jen's. Oh, you made my, oh, my ears go away. Um, go ahead. So. Just tell us your story. Your uh, story. We just. So. I dated a girl, started dating in high school, sophomore in high school. After high school, we decided to get married. And about a year and a half in, I get a text from her when I'm on my way to work. She says, I don't love you anymore. I want a divorce. So I'm like, oh, that seems kind of out of left field. Mm-hmm. So um, she um, wanted the divorce and wanted to walk away from it. So initially, I wanted to reconcile. Um that was initially, uh, and then I, I came to find out that there was a bunch of really bad stuff that was going on uh, mm-hmm. with her. So um, we ended up um, basically walking away from the marriage. Um, but at the time, we were attending a mega church in Rockford. Passively. Passively. <laughs> Passively. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so nobody at that church really kind of knew us, kind of knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really get any judgment uh, from them. But uh, just with uh, how we grew up and the church that um, I, I attended when I was younger and that my par- my parents were a part of and that my grandpa was a pastor of, um, a lot of our a lot of our friends and a lot of our history was still tied to that, that specific church. So when we got um, divorced, uh, I got a lot of uh, uh, kind of weird looks mm-hmm. and ha- had to explain myself and had to explain the situation a little bit, but it was a lot of um it was a lot of wearing the like the letter d as a scarlet letter and and drawing my identity from being a divorced person, yeah, and trying to explain myself and explaining mm-hmm. uh, what happened and it was that was really difficult. Um, so that was in my earlier twenties. So I spent a considerable amount of time in my, from my earlier twenties to my late twenties, um, kind of recovering from that. And then, um, when I eventually became the youth coordinator at another church in, uh, Rockford, um, I had a really good relationship with the pastor there. He helped me through a lot of those, um, issues that, um, kind of experienced through a broken marriage and helped me understand identity in Christ and uh, forgiveness and uh, redemption and reconciliation and um, and kind of set me free from the bondage of feeling like, oh, you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hugely and immensely transformational in, in um in my life, and then also understanding how God sees divorced people and how He can actually use uh, use people who have been divorced. Um, it also helped that when I was at that church, that uh, there were quite a few people that had gone through divorces and were um, had to had to leave 
you know, like abusive marriages and uh, uh, deadbeat marriages and um, uh, seeing the, I guess, the biblical justification in those. And um, I don't know, just feeling um, that God still loved me and loves other people who have been divorced and um, that there is a second chance for, for people who have, uh, that are coming out of relationships and marriages like that. Did you, did your, uh, church you were in, I mean, and like you said, you weren't like super involved directly with a lot of people in the, the bigger church that you were in at that point. Mm. Did you grow up feeling like divorce had a certain stigma prior to you getting, oh, yeah, I mean like, sure. Oh yeah. It was just a, it's just like a never don't do, do it. you don't you're not supposed to just do it. never you do, don't it. do it you never do it it's the unpardonable sin yeah um and yeah God, how could how could God possibly forgive you if you were yeah. once in a marriage and then you're divorced yeah you know it's just, well I think that was the hardest part um I have not been divorced but it's we like had it's the hardest part <laughs> no but like in my non divorce life I, <laughs> when we were younger we had some friends that uh, were going through a lot of this and they got young, uh, married young as well and they were very toxic to each other and the pastor at the time kept pushing and pushing and pushing them for marriage counseling all these things which i don't disagree with definitely if you're in those relationships try 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 but it was like one of those things where it was like it was they had a you know a kid there was a bunch of like just a constant hatred toward each other and i was like for some reason, I would always be the person he'd come to for advice, which I was much younger at the time. And I was like, well, I don't know about this. But that's tended to be what people do. Like, I, they'd come to me for advice and then ignore advice. Um, but I said, I, I would always say, like, you know, man, I don't know. I, like, I know you're not supposed to get divorced, but I feel like this is probably a bad thing you're, you guys are dealing with. Maybe think about it. <laughs> yeah. And, well, that that's actually really good advice. Yeah, I would thought I thought so. <laughs> uh, it was very against what I've always learned. You know, mm. and that was probably the first thing that I like immediately started questioning some of this. That's probably honestly the first thing I started really double thinking on how I was like being taught and learning things in the church is like, yeah, but there's got to be exceptions, right? Like there's got to be some other things oh, yeah. going on because I mean, let alone abuse and other things like that, but just pure, just hatred toward each mm-hmm. other and whether or not like you're trying and whether it, it could be another party not trying, but you're trying, you know, like, there's points where you're like, well, at the end of the day, not good. People are guys. still human. Like we make mistakes every day. Like, like mm. there you can easily, like you made, it can be, you chose the wrong person. Right. And it's not to say that you didn't care for them in that moment, but you just either didn't allow yourselves to truly know each other beforehand or you, you know, you were fueled by like, especially in the Christian church, like lust and passion or like, like oh, yeah. the no premarital sex alone, yeah. I think fuels so much of that of like, a, I'm so into you, you're so hot. So like, we're going to get married. And then you don't truly know each other mm-hmm. um, can be really dangerous too. And then you've now, so you've, you felt guilty because you were being tempted to have sex pre like before marriage, but now you're married and you're unhappy and divorce isn't an option now, right? Like, and you realize, like, oh, I made a mistake. I thought with the wrong parts of my body when I made this choice. What parts? What parts? <laughs> Tell us the parts. Privates. The privates. <laughs> Ooh, that's the a good one. Parts. Thank you. The squishy parts. Privies. Yeah. You know. Uh, you bumping. I have sets, no. Um, 
That's a really good point. And I think that's probably one of the reasons I got married right out of high school. I was like, I just want to have sex. Yeah. And we're going to do this the holy way. Was it yeah. Like, yeah. And, and it's not like yeah. I didn't have sex before marriage because I did. But, but then it was, to be I have to justify it. it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To justify, uh, yeah. So, so, so we'll enter into a horrible marriage that'll last a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long after high school did you get married? Uh, it was two years. Two years? Yeah. 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 So we were very immature. We yeah. Had no idea what a marriage truly should look like and the sacrifices yeah. that each each person has to make in a marriage and the continual pursuit of love regardless of yeah. whatever mm-hmm. uh, that just we didn't grasp that mm-hmm. well and you barely i think i mean a lot of people get i mean you guys both also, also got, got married young at that age so probably. it's not to say that you can't survive that and like but you have to be willing i mean i'm not married so i'm not gonna say too much on this but you have to be willing to like grow with someone and it's much easier to choose to be married than it is to choose to stay married i think like if I think about my most recent ex, like we could have definitely gotten married and, but I wouldn't have been able to like continually choose to stay married. I don't think like I wouldn't yeah. have been willing to, to fight and like put in the effort that it would take. Mm-hmm. And that was why I eventually was like, this isn't going to work. Like I, but I could see that mm-hmm. because I'm in my mid thirties as opposed right. to like at 20, I probably <laughs> wouldn't mid. have been able to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Evan with the joke. <laughs> Done in half. I feel like 37 is close enough. Mid, uh, mid to late 40s. Upper, you didn't say too late. Um, I also just no, turned 37. Yeah, so. yeah, mid could true. be 34, 35. <laughs> 36. Anyway, uh, but well, I think, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we, we just did a, a theology pub about marriage. Theology, theology pub. About marriage, um, and I think the thing that I, I the poign, poignant moment I had, which I, I think a lot of people don't understand a lot of times, and again, I think it's how I was raised at the point, um, but people have also, especially at a younger age, have a, a weird understanding about love, and like you have to get married for love, or you need to feel love, or you need to do these things for love, and I feel like the the thing that most people don't understand there's there's points in your life in marriage that sometimes you just don't love the person it's just like it's not you this never is feel hard. like you love the person yeah and i think that's the thing is like when you're getting married and and do something for the sake of love too is when that those feelings go away uh then what the fuck do i do like that's you know like oh my, uh, we should get divorced mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and i think that comes with maturity to a point because I don't think you start realizing those things after like true struggle and the ability to work through that. And a lot of times you don't have a partner or, or a relationship that can handle those things that are like, yeah, let's, let's keep going mm-hmm. and see how this goes. I'm not, this has been a rough year. Yeah. You know? yeah like, part of that yeah. is part of that too is it's, it might be, might depend on the, the the marriage of your parents like if your parents showed vulnerability in their marriage and showed that they could argue without um hating each other and yeah. threatening divorce and working through mm-hmm. uh, arguments in, in really rough patches of yeah. uh, seasons of of their marriage you know that that um lends itself to having children that have strong marriages yeah. so 
Um, yeah. Sometimes we have that, a I mean, false well, pretense and of I think what that, marriage is. No, but I think what you said is true, though, because like I, I, I probably also take for granted the the. I feel like I always had that mentality coming into marriage. Regardless, we got married young, and I don't ever feel like I did it in the sense of like. I mean, like, there's love there, obviously. Like, but it's not like the only thing about this is the only reason I'm doing this. And like, I think a lot of that, my parents, as much as I dog on them, like, I, I love my parents. They're it's fine. They have a lot of stuff that I that threw me a bit <laughs> when I was younger with like yeah. uh, theology and Christian stuff. But like, they weirdly always said they got married. They didn't like each other when they got married. They both were told by God they needed to marry each other. No idea what that means. I could. I was your mom hot? I could eye roll myself through that the whole time. However, they've also. (laughs) I'm gonna ignore you. Like Jesse's gonna answer that. (laughs) So hot. Yeah, my mom was super hot. (laughs) Your dad Um, was like, "I don't like you," but Alex, that's a nice tush. No. (laughs) Oh God. Um. Anyway, uh, (laughs) it's my duty to please that booty. (laughs) My God. <laughs> Talking about marriage, it's fine in the context of marriage. But I'm gonna look your mother in the eyes I the next time I see her. Yeah, uh, you're gonna totally try, check try your mom dad. out the next time you see her. <laughs> no, oh, Let's keep moving. Nice Thank you. All right. Nice all right. All right. Yeah, all right. Evan and Jeff I, were right. I, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. But. <laughs> Thank oh, <you>. but B U T T. But I had the mentality like they've been married this whole time, and they've had their ups and downs and stuff. And you see that as a kid, which I think is also important to be able to be real in front of your kids. Like not everything's happy and go lucky. But yeah. I, I, I really do think like a lot of that people get married in this weird wonderland mentality of like, oh, I'm so in love. This is gonna be great. And don't know how to handle hard moments and hard times. And again, if especially if you have opposing, uh, you know, thought processes Process. on how to Processes. to handle hard, you know, <laughs> moments, like it, you're gonna fail already anyway. And yeah. I think that's we're not set up for that in the church. Like I, nobody yeah. talked about that at church. And A so, lot of it's bad discipleship. You know, yeah, yeah. our our kids are discipled. More by Disney and the idea of, oh, uh, fairy, fairy tale, tale I'm going to live happily ever after. And yeah. sadly, but, you know, most marriages are not not that, that way. way. Yeah. Well, I think I, that's a, I mean, this is a great point, like not being married, but what happened, my childhood was like, my parents were very happy. Things were great. All hunky-dory. I turned 11. My dad had a brain aneurysm and two strokes. And my mom then proceeded to take care of him for the next uh, 20 years, 20 plus years. And they essentially had no marriage because it was just hard. He became an alcoholic. Like there was a Mm. lot. And my mom, they stayed married. I think most people would have divorced, put him in a home somewhere and walked away. And Mm. I watched my mom like be willing to just like I made it. I made a commitment. And this is like this is my lot in life, (laughs) essentially. And then she had to raise two kids and take care of a husband for 20 plus years. And so I grew up thinking like, I have to love someone enough to be, or care about someone enough to be willing to do that. And I think if you think of like the person that you're with, like it's easy to get swept up in the romantic 
feelings. I agree. I agree totally with you because after I got divorced, <clears throat> there was a period where I, I continued to live kind of on my own, which technically I was, <laughs> my parents have a duplex. So I was, when I say living on my own, I was living next, next. door to them. <laughs> um, but then it got to the point where um, I just ended up moving back in with them, which as a 25 year old, that's really cool. Moving <laughs> yeah, back yeah. in with your parents and moving yeah. back into their basement. But uh, it's, it's actually pretty profound when I look back on it. Uh, moving back in when I was 25, my dad was going through a lot of health problems. So I got to see my mom essentially like serve my dad and be there waiting on him, taking him to the doctor, doing whatever he needed to, to help him out on a daily basis. <clears throat> and then a couple of years after that, my mom, she got um, breast cancer. And then I saw the roles reverse where my dad was serving my mom mm-hmm. and, and really coming alongside of, of her and, and just being considerate of her and considerate of what she was going through and her needs. And I got to truly see what a healthy marriage look like after experiencing what a marriage isn't yeah. in my, in my first marriage, I got to see, Holy crap, that that's like <clears throat> servanthood yeah. to the max, like submitting to each other. And, um, it was it was profound and mm-hmm. transformational. Yeah, I think uh, so. My wife and I uh, we got married. I was twenty three, she was twenty, and I think what what was we so it was young to today's standards. Young, I think what uh, really benefited us, even though we hated our time in Alabama, was that we got married a month later we moved to Alabama and we didn't know anybody. And so we relied heavily for the first two years on one another. Um, where it was like, I don't really know anybody. You don't really know anybody. We're just going to rely heavily. We didn't have family. We didn't have friends. You know, we just relied heavily. We had, we went to church or whatever, but who gives a shit about church? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's our pastor. Everywhere. Did she get, uh, did she get mad at you for, being in Alabama and dragging her to Alabama. No, that was the thing. Like, like I think because it wasn't, it was out of my control, mm-hmm. right? Because it was in the army, mm-hmm. they moved us to Alabama, and so it was a struggle. It was both of our struggle together. I think we were like, oh, we both hate it here. Since we, <laughs> since we both hate it here, uh, let's find make the best of it. Let's make the best of it, kind of a thing. And I think for us, that was a. Uh, a great starting point, whereas we didn't have the the benefit of you know our our single lives. I'm not saying that my wife and I wouldn't have survived, but you know what I'm saying. Like we weren't we did- living apart, like <clears throat> or not living apart, but same house but separate lives. Yeah, at yeah. the beginning yeah. part of that. Yeah, our our marriage began with full. Which in theory, like we like we never really did that because all of our friends left us after we got uh, married because we had a baby and nobody wanted to hang out with us. Jen, not not better. Way um, to go, Jen. No, but Jen, I, in way theory, to desert Jesse friend. and Alex. <laughs> Jen is a shitty friend. <laughs> now, I've always do, said do you that have about anything Jen. To talk about nope. with that, Jen? Nope. You don't want to dig into oh that. My God. No. Move okay. On. <laughs> dig. No. 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 Dig. Nope. We're Let's good. Let's do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
but but that side of things could be easy in the sense of like we've been we've not left Rockford. We've have friends in Rockford. Yeah. I could easily have dug into the fact of like, well, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends, you go do your thing. Yeah. And we definitely had each other uh have friends that we each hated. But well, you were church people. Each hated so, each other's friends at certain points. Kid before you're married. So church people oh, so, kind of suck when that oh, happens. Immediately. Yeah. Um that yeah, not even with divorce, but that's just a shithole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh there I mean I, I think for us, like it's been an odd thing because we I think we were set up for divorce in the sense of how we want like it's the the quintessential way people just set themselves up for divorce. Yeah, because you got pregnant very long. Got married yeah. pretty well after that. We were young. Um so there was a lot I mean that we had a lot of a lot of rough points, a lot of rough years. I went through most of my rebellious stage while we we're just married. Yeah. Like I didn't have much of that as a kid because I I think like right there I was kind of pushed into growing up immediately, right when we had our had our first daughter and then we were married right away and all the stuff. So I felt like I had to do stuff like, and then like through that, I was like, also alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) We had like moments that was just kind of just dumb. And we'd always fight over like literally. And like my wife and I would just argue over the, the dumbest thing. Like it was, it was, we had those. Is there ever an argument that's not over something dumb? There's rarely (laughs) like, it's like, this is worth the argument. Worth the argument. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always, Um, I don't think I've ever had like a, like Heather, my wife and I, Heather, we got into a, an argument like two days ago, where I was like, "What are we? Was like, what is this? Why like, are we even? Yeah, fighting? Why are we fighting?" I came home, I want to make dinner, and uh, we started arguing. What are we arguing? <laughs> we don't even know what we're arguing about. Like, I'm just <laughs> mad. I'm mad. Yeah, um, that's how it goes sometimes, yeah. you know. But that's well, marriage, right? Uh, and like people can't. I, I think a lot of times, again, especially when you're young and getting into things especially in in the church mentality like i just love you and i want to bang you <laughs> like yeah. that's like oh let's get married well um, and that's what purity culture lends itself to yeah 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 and then you get in these weird little situations where like well now you're in a horrible relationship horrible <laughs> that's a very jewish way to say horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like do you want a bagel with that <laughs> <laughs> With that schmear coming How about out. alone? <laughs> <laughs> hey oh um, I'm Jewish, so it's okay. <laughs> we follow a Jewish yeah, guy, yeah, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he says it's fine. Um but that's the stuff that you know you're not prepared for and uh at a young age, and that's where a lot of church people you know, find themselves and it's not always young. That happens at any age, really. Like if you're not really prepared to go through hard times and, uh, that I guess one question I have, because I do obviously want to address this. There's, there's obvious reasons. And this is stuff that pisses me off more than anything about pastors that push back against this is like, there are obvious reasons you should absolutely get divorced. If there's abuse, Physically, well, don't mentally, give the reasons. Let Jeff answer the reasons. Jeff, Jesse, <laughs> what did she, you do? I'm not the answer no, guy. <laughs> You're the guest, so you have to answer. Answer it all. No, I think those are the things that we could easily just kind of quickly rip through and just say, like, if if you're in abusive relationships, if you're whether it's mentally, physically, any of that stuff, you should look at like getting yeah. away, get the hell away from that. Especially if there's a, a question of maybe that person can heal, let them do that on their own. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. 
Um, but when it comes to the physical, mental, spiritual safety of somebody, yeah, get yeah. out of there. 100%. Uh, I think Exodus 21 talks about that. Um, talks oh, about Jeff with the Bible. Sorry. Biblical, even. sorry, Jeff with the Bible. So if a husband can't provide food, clothing, or um, the the marital rights of love, boom. Yeah. What is the marital rights of love? Why don't you answer it, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> so basically I shouldn't have uh, accepted the job at grassroots. <laughs> Jeff, we have an opening. No, yeah. um no. <laughs> no. <laughs> or infidelity, obviously. I think that's uh Jesus talked about that. Yeah, yeah and I think Matthew and Mark. There and I think that's within that that odd spot of like, can you work through it? That's on you guys to figure out. But like there's yep. definitely points where you should just get away from the situation. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it throws me off when there's pastors that still push the whole, no, but marriage, no, but, but, but God said, you know, cause mm-hmm. that happens. And it, it's like, what the hell are you talking about? This mm-hmm. person's getting beat by their yep. significant other. Yep. And there's like, no. So if anyone you're listening, get out of that. Um, but uh, on the other side of things though, like there are definitely points where you need to understand there's like worth pushing through and, and, and giving in and all, but if it's not working, it's okay still, I think, to look at divorce as an option. Um, rather than shunning people and doing the stuff that are going through these things, and I think that's the hardest part of that, like the church naturally does those things, whether or not it's by accident or on purpose or just general like, oh, this is awkward, so I'm going to tiptoe my way out. But like people don't know how to handle divorce when you're like in the church like i feel like nobody can yeah. like i don't know what to do mm. with that mm. good luck yeah like did you get that like did you like you have friends or anybody that are like because I, I know several people that have had that and i just don't know if you your experience i that. didn't experience that from family or friends or anything no um good. they shouldn't yeah no i i did the only the only times i experienced that was when i would visit my grandpa's church once in a while and they'd be like, this oh, is the fundamentalist. Uh, the fundamentalist. So well, yeah, reference yeah. uh previous Episode podcasts for that. Prior. Yeah. yeah. So that was they're like, oh you got divorced. Oh. you know, and it was like, oh Jeff is a sinner. He's going to hell. You know, and to <laughs> think that Jesus can't that Jesus died on the cross for everything except divorce is <laughs> absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Was your grandpa still alive? Yeah, yeah. He. Um, what did he think? He was actually very compassionate and graceful and merciful to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually reached out to me and actually wept with me and yeah. prayed with me and uh, yeah, wanted me wanted to to uh, help me uh, see see myself through that rough patch and rough season of my life. So he was actually yeah. he understood. Like there was it was very circumstantial. It was it was a very manipulative situation, and there were a lot of lies, <laughs> and um, there were some things that uh, I was unaware of and uh, became aware. I was like, "Oh, well then, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> let's get this fun." Yeah, yeah. The um, so you met Tracy. Yep. How many years after? Uh, I was in my late twenties, so it was probably. Seven-ish years after that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You met her at church? I met or her. Th- Tinder. 
<laughs> she swiped right. <laughs> um, I know a few people that yeah, have, yeah, and, it worked, and they're still really? together. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Who was it? Somebody recently. Yeah, from our church. Who is it? What? No, from yeah. our church? No, well, somebody talk, swiped we'll right. You. Somebody swiped we'll right. Later. <laughs> Just, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> You'll have to tell me after. Um. So, so yeah, how we met Tracy. Seven yeah, years we later. met. We met through um, family connections. My family. Um, They're related. <laughs> the way. <he> yeah. <laughs> my cousin. The way you said that was very <laughs> much. We are function. not related. This no. is not Alabama. She's not my. We've talked about that. My wife and I are related by marriage. Oh, that's not that bad. Not Wait, what? Yeah, we found that out later. What's up, Queen Elizabeth? Like their families married into each other. We found oh, that out. Oh, probably okay. my mom was digging way too much on Ancestry.com. And she's like, oh, oh, wait a second. I was like, God, stop it, mom. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. don't need to know these things. That's funny. <clears throat> no, our connection was my, my cousin was dating um, one of the pastor's daughters uh, where Tracy went to church and taught at. So that connection that's how that's how it got it got us together. Yeah. So then we started dating, and then uh, her dad found out that I was divorced and went ape poop. Oh, is really? that for real? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He wow. hated me initially. It was really difficult because he just he didn't you know he yeah. he, he thought he grew up in the, in a fundamentalist world where divorce is Not just never enough. an option, and you are it's always your fault if you get divorced. Mm. So you're going to hell. Does that go for either party? Either party, yeah. It's your yeah, no, also your faults. Yeah, and and he just couldn't wrap his he he yeah he had other issues and he couldn't understand. Um, but so for the first few months that was a really rocky um, relationship. Um, but we were able to to come to some reconciliation and have actually good conversations. And um, he didn't end up coming to our wedding, but I had actually had a really good relationship with him. Um, he didn't go to your wedding. Did not because of that. Because of that. Because wow. I was divorced. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. So Tracy's brothers did her kind mom of walked go? her down. Yeah, her mom. Yeah, went. yeah. Wow, I can't imagine for her like having to. It's a big struggle. Yeah, still sometimes yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think just that, um, the that it it's not just the divorce, but it's like. If you do get divorced, then you're still like to remarry is almost not an option in that situation. Like, right. what's the outcome? Like, it's it's happened. It's the past. Right. You're just not allowed to care about another human. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you peasant. Be a like, right. Yeah. yeah I, I guess right. I I didn't think about the the remarrying part of right. that. The being remarriage such a thing negative. is like a no. That's like a no go for for people that. I mean, First uh, Corinthians seven, <clears throat> even Jesus and um, like Mark ten, you know, they take those interpretations to be you yeah. can never remarry, and if you remarry, then you are in perpetual sin. Yeah, I don't think that that's not that's not the case. Yeah, mm. and everything is contextual, and you have to understand what Jesus was, the questions that Jesus was answering <clears throat> when he was teaching on divorce, and then the context of. First uh, Corinthians seven was when Paul was addressing the the Corinthian church. Uh, so, I mean, it's yeah, just I mean, like, he, yeah, come on, people. Yeah, let's I mean, think about this. Divorce in Jesus' day would have meant, oh, I'm tired of my wife. I want something else. 
Right, because that's yeah. why that's why Moses said that they could have a certificate of divorce, right? It's yeah. basically a willy-nilly, whatever. Oh, yeah. you want to, here you go. It's fine. Yeah. Let's get divorced. And by the time Jesus came around, it was, oh, these dudes are all divorced and they're wise because there's some young thing mm-hmm. who needs a husband. And, and in with, that time. Virgin. Kind of right, like yeah. nowadays. But in that. I mean, kind it's of. not untrue. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. In that day, too, like if the. If a divorce certificate were granted, the woman is essentially, I mean, she has nothing, right? Yeah. Could she remarry? Is that enough? Is like, would that be a negative? Uh, I don't know. There's no. Yeah. So yeah. I guess my that was my thought it was like, you know, if a woman is widowed, probably not. I the mean, culture was to take care of her, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to divorce, like, essentially leaves her with nothing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but now, <laughs> While divorce Unlike is rampant today, <laughs> where they take all of his money, yeah. get the, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the opposite of today. Where the yeah. women get everything, they get everything. The man <laughs> that, gets I'm screwed, not, sure. yeah. screwed, stunned. It's not untrue. It's not, but it's also like if two people just like in your situation where there's not a lot of money involved, there weren't kids mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a huge legal battle. I would imagine you were 20. No, two. You had no, probably nothing to your name. No, really. we, we we had a house that we had just sold, so we had a very very small amount of money that we split. But that, other than that, yeah. that was it. But How that much does a divorce cost? She, she's the one that actually filed for it. So okay. she had it. She has the burden of the cost. That yeah. It doesn't have to, to be. Expensive. It's not really that that much. It's no, if there's like lawyers. Bucks if, uh, it's uh, like I mean, yeah, I know it costs us like it's thousands bucks to get married. It's thousands of dollars to is get divorced. Yeah. yeah, yep. Especially if you have like Just paperwork and money to divide and stuff. Legal fees, yeah. especially if you have any lawyers involved or trying to get any. Yep. yep. Yeah. But my my curiosity with like are the the are you asking for no. the hesitation? No, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's not a chance I'm on not, this podcast. No. You're like, yes, no, no, well, of course that's so. why yeah. you better cut that out. Bombs. <laughs> uh, Johnny Blaze. Yeah. But culturally, like the the uh, repercut the reper I can't we can't speak repercussions of divorce, while almost nothing for the men. Right, like here's a piece of paper. You're divorced. Go marry whoever you want. Essentially, yeah were much different for like taking care of which Jesus was known for like we need to take care of everyone the women yeah. the orphans the everything right and so divorce then would do the opposite of that because it would leave them just kind of yeah. flailing in the wind <laughs> if mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. um and then we carry but now we carry that into like a a much different culture and society mm-hmm. especially the remarrying part like if men just went ahead and remarried the next young thing but within the church we're saying you can't but you know <laughs> i don't know i struggle with that quite a bit but yeah yeah i mean what when your father-in-law was it after you had kids when it became an easier relationship that was actually before we got married oh yeah. uh, we <clears throat> he went to church one sunday evening yep sunday night church uh-huh Fundamentalist. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and uh, I don't oh, it's know. We're about to start next week. Sunday night church. <laughs> Sunday night. Fundamentalist. You love football way too Our, much uh, for that. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> Our church attendance will go down to 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when we started. Uh, yeah. We started. Uh, we did Sunday try nights. Sunday nights. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Just because we're like, I don't want to go early. 
That's why. That's like we young, did that for house. Young people one one. Yeah. Yeah. We did that house church and then uh, for house church for a season where it was you take your Sunday mornings and you go out and cultivate relationships in the world. Which <laughs> you is AKA, meanwhile, go on a walk around the neighborhood and yeah. do nothing. Meanwhile, everyone's going <laughs> yeah. to church because yeah. it's the Midwest. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we go on Sunday Sunday nights. But uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? Yes, uh, about the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went to a church service on a, on a Sunday night. The, the, the message was about forgiveness. And lo and behold, he got convicted of how he was treating me and what he treated me pretty bad. Yeah. And um, uh, Linda, my mother-in-law, ended up calling Tracy. and was like, hey, I think something's going on with Dad. He really wants to talk to you guys. And we're like, uh, okay, whatever. So he invited us in, which he did not allow us into his house because he was that against it. In which you now live. In which I now live taking care of my mother-in-law. Yeah. Which, like, every day I'm like, ha-ha, Larry. And I'm, like, dancing in. <laughs> You're, like, butt naked. Yeah. Like, Look at me, Do, but... Doing pelvic thrust okay. in the den. You're like, my balls are on your couch. My balls are on your couch. And he's just laughing and laughing. Uh, oh, Jeff. <laughs> Classic Jeff. Um, so, he actually said, you know, I'm... I'm essentially apologized for the way that he was treating me and we were able to I was able to to communicate to him the grace of God found in the gospel which I never really truly believe that he comprehended. Yeah. And um from that point on he treated me like a different human being. It was yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually had an amazing relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I have a uh my father-in-law hated me. Still? No, not anymore. Okay, not, good. Until we had kids. Once we had kids, he was like, oh, this guy's not that bad. It's like, <laughs> well. Duh. Duh. I could have told you that three years ago or whatever. But yeah, it is. Uh, that I, I find um, I find divorce interesting. Um, uh, my, hey, how's that water, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Was it loud? It's yeah. so gulpy. It was. Impressive. I was like, my, I was like my 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 grandmother in law swallowing from across the room. You go, oh. your grandmother, because Jesse lives with his I, grandmother. I Dang it, Sue! So loud. Yeah. It's so bad. Sorry, right, listener. Sorry. Yeah, go on. She's like go on, go on. three feet tall. Divorce is interesting. Um, hey, too. how's that water? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I am like sitting uncomfortably close to this microphone. Yeah, you're like, Ugh. Uh, but I do like. I find it interesting only because, um, you know, my parents didn't get divorced. You, know, you struggle. My parents struggled. My brother was in a wheelchair, so it was always growing up. It was you know there were five of us boys, one of which was in a wheelchair and was in the hospital all the time. But at the same time, I, I and so like I, my brother and I were actually joking with it uh, this past summer. We were like, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, we're so tired and stuff." And I was like, "But yeah, but have you ever thought about like, like dad? <laughs> like back in the day, would have to like drive to Pittsburgh for Justin's doctor's appointments, and he would always come back and then take us on a bike ride later." Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah, we think about that all the time. It's like, well, Dad always did a whole bunch of crap, 
And we were like, oh, we get away from work. We're like, oh, I just want to sit on the couch. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Did your parents struggle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not not relationally. Like, we would hear them fight every once in a while. Similar to, like, our kids probably hear Heather and I fight. We've, we have a good, like, fight twice a year, probably, where it's yelling at each other. I would probably say probably twice a year. Every everything yeah. else is like a stupid argument. We're like, I'm sorry for being dumb. Is it scheduled? You, know? you just have your like points all laid out and ready. Um, no, it's just like <laughs> the October, biannual fight. No. October fifth, you're going down. No, because Evan doesn't use a calendar. I don't That's use true. a calendar. I do not use a calendar. Locked away in here until I forget yeah. it. Stowed away. Yeah. No, but we have probably two like legit like fights where it's like. We never sleep away from one another. So that's like one of the things. So it's all the fights are always. That's the worst, though. Going to bed angry. Mad. I'm so no, but we never. But that's the thing. It's like we'll drag it out until two o'clock in the morning. How biblical of you. Yeah. So like we'll we'll drag it out. And she's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, fuck, no, you're not going to bed. We're talking right now. You know? <laughs> and, uh, 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 but we do that. And, you know, of course, usually Micah, because he's the oldest, he comes down. He's like, can you guys please stop yelling at each other? I don't know why you guys are yelling. It's like, <laughs> don't worry about it. We're fine. This is something that has to happen. You'll get, you, you'll, under- you'll understand. You'll understand one day. Uh, I have my point, and your mom needs to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's wrong. She needs to hear why she's wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, Solid. But I think, like, when it comes to divorce, I think when those moments happen, because they do happen, those 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 brawling fights, not like you're beating your wife, you know, but like like those drag out. Hopefully fights. not. Hopefully not. <laughs> Oof. I think in society, when those things happen, it's a crisis moment for most people. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh crap, we're. We're doing something we promised never to do because that's like something for some reason. A lot Clearly of Clearly right. something's broken if we're yeah. fighting this I bad. saw my parents fight and I promised that we would never yeah. fight. Yeah. Like that's just not realistic. Yeah. And I find that to be, that's the interesting thing about modern like divorce where it's not infidelity or what or abuse where it's like, oh, we got divorced for irreconcilable differences or something like that you know where mm-hmm. it's, um and i think a lot of honestly a lot of infidelity ends up being irreconcilable differences probably yeah. at some point but i think in terms of i think the second things get hard because things get hard relatively quickly you know oh, yeah. you're That's living with <laughs> Sorry. especially on the wedding night johnny blaze <laughs> right and i think like the 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 drag out fights for some reason because i i do think that we are ingrained with this idea that marriage i said this at our theology pub but i think our we are ingrained to think that marriage is like the apex of a relationship rather than the beginning of a relationship like the wedding yeah yeah the yeah. beginning part. Yeah, yeah. Like wedding is like that. Oh, all right, yeah, right. Jesse. Did you fall asleep, Jess? <laughs> right, <laughs> narcolepsy here. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Toby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, that's why we spend tens of thousands of dollars on weddings. Mm-hmm. 
because we think that is the result of a life of love rather than the beginning of a life of love. Mm-hmm. So, because every story hardship. ends there, right? Like every yeah. fairy tale story, every, every movie, every chick flick, whatever, ends at the wedding. And yeah. happily, not, and then they live happily ever after. Yeah, we don't see not Cinderella. They fight two days later on their honeymoon. Yeah, over what you packed in your suitcase or something yeah. stupid, right? Like, oh yeah, why didn't you pack the sunscreen, Karen? You know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my wife and I on our honeymoon. Karen, on our honeymoon, <laughs> I think our first fight was what do we want to do? It was about like what do we want to do? This, and that, this your day? activity. For I was day? like uh, sex. I was like you. But <laughs> outside of that. <laughs> uh, Let's go drink and eat food. This is basically every vacation ever. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Uh, drink and eat. That's all I want to do is drink and eat food. Have I sex to... in a new place. Yeah, have and sex then... in a bed that other people have sex in. That's what I want to do. That's the dream. <laughs> we need another girl on this podcast. Yeah, that's on you. He's Figure surrounded by women. He does not need another. I'm girl. not. Yeah, I do no, not. He is. I Jesse need has this. three my wives. Soul needs this. Yeah, this is Jesse's. Like, I need a little guy yeah. time here. Jesse has three wives, three daughters. Give him a break. Yeah, yeah. he's fine. I can't yeah. make these jokes in front of all of them. It's like, they won't get it. <laughs> they won't get my ball sack joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Um, I do think we we should all get hysterectomies together. Not hysterectomies. (laughs) Please do. Please do. And record it. Okay, Caitlyn Jenner. Anatomy. Oh my god! Yeah, we should all get the. I've uh, got a great OBGYN for you. Oh, Let's get wow. the vas deferens. Uh, Can you imagine separate. he walks into an OBGYN? Could I get a? I'd like yes, your I'd best like hysterectomy. hysterectomy First, we're gonna go over the anatomy, sir. <laughs> um, anyway, they would have, okay. But I feel like a woman. <laughs> feel uh, like a, that who's that? Up. Is that a Leanne Rhymes? Shania Twain. <laughs> So, okay, as far as divorce goes, have you have you gone through any talk with friends that have gotten divorced since the time you have? Like, have you known people directly or close to yes. you? Yes, yes, I have. Have they come to you ever about like, hey, I'm going through this? You know, like, or have you ever had any of those moments where like you feel like you step in on something that you're like, hey, I should talk to you about this, or like, or anything like? Yeah. Um... Yeah, somebody very, very close to me went through a divorce uh, about three years ago. And um, I just knew that it was uh, just not a good decision because there were kids involved. And uh, I just wanted to see the marriage work out uh, because I felt like, uh, I mean, you've you've been married for over 20 years. What is has happened or what is happening right now within mm-hmm. your relationship that would cause you to get divorced. Yeah. So um that was a that was a um conversation that um I don't know didn't ended up not going anywhere. They ended up getting separated and um eventually got divorced, but um yeah, I'm not I'm not like because I'm divorced doesn't mean I'm like uh, <laughs> at any at any a proponent I, for it. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know it all, and, and then I am not necessarily a proponent of it. Um, you know, because in the end, Jesus is for marriage. You know, like He wants the two become one flesh. You know, He He would hate to see that 
um, break apart for any reason. Um, and it's the his relationship with the church is the greatest example for a marriage and how a man and a woman should pursue and love one another uh, with Christ's love. Um, so it, it pains him when a marriage ends in divorce. So I'm like pro marriage, um, yeah. but divorce is necessary in some situations. Yeah. And, and what are those? If you had to say now for divorce. Yeah. What are those uh, situations? I think physical abuse, obviously, uh, perpetual physical abuse, spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, any type and form of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say infidelity, obviously, um, even yeah. though I, I've I've personally had family members who have experienced that in their marriage and have come, come out, out come out of it, come on the other side of it, and their marriage mm-hmm. is stronger for it. So it's not to say that your marriage can't last uh, through that hardship. Yeah. But it is a legit reason. Um, like in mm-hmm. terms, uh, like in my situation, I could not, like my my trust was broken mm-hmm. in those, yeah. in, in that area. And I was young and I didn't uh, have my whole life ahead of me, uh, so to speak. So I was like, eh, I don't, I just don't feel like I could rebuild yeah. my trust to the level where I would ever be able to, um, make this work yeah yeah i think uh i'm with you there i mean i've i've thought of uh, i'm not an abusive person i hope but the um yeah infidelity is the one thing where i'm like uh that might be not saying i would get divorced but that would be like a difficult like a difficult lane Mm -hmm. i think i think for most guys because guys are secretly the not secretly. I think guys are more insecure in that realm than ladies are. Uh, I think the statistics show that women, like guys, like the if, if the guy has an affair, it's more likely that the marriage sticks together. Um, but if the lady has, because the, the guys are more insecure mm-hmm. in terms of sexual stuff I think yep. in general. Um, and so I think my, my own securities in that, not because I don't you know, do it well, but the <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh. get Heather on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> get a blow her right now. Let's yeah. get a blow by we, blow. We just need to know. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, Children, <laughs> Johnny Blaze. <laughs> right, but I think, but I yeah, I think I agree. Uh, you know, one of the things I think we're finding now is. Uh, with divorce is that I think too many people are, are, are trying to remain individuals, right? Like, oh, this is because I think once the government kind of took over marriage kind of a thing, I think it's, oh, this is really just a contract between two people and we're just two different people. And um, if your life, doesn't match up with my life, then we can call it quits. Yep. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. where our society is because we're a careerist society. We're a, uh, it's very transactional as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the second they started, uh, once we became a taxed society and you could get benefits once you get married, I think that ruined even the, the general idea of marriage and then how marriages succeed. Because it's become a, a 
a a benefit to be married um as opposed to stay single mm-hmm. you know um so screw the government <laughs> as my weekly screw the government it's true my taxes Amen. suck yeah your taxes suck yeah. The second I got married, my taxes were awesome. Then have then you have some kids, <laughs> and, and they're then you even have better. Some kids. Yeah, then you have some kids, and taxes. Get well, I mean, they're not because you have to pay for those kids all year. But you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> beside the point. But I think that's a that's something that has to do with it. I think we think that relationships are based on us rather than the other. Mm. Right. We think that. Um, Oh, if I'm gonna get married to you, then the second you stop fulfilling me is the second that we don't need to be together. You know, we treat it mm-hmm. like a high school relationship. <clears throat> Marriage, much in in modern society, is much more seen, or at least treated as nothing greater than a high school thing that can be dissolved mm-hmm. with a few grand and mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's angry. this idea of fulfillment, like oh, you fulfill me, mm-hmm. um, you. All of all of my life is is you're my better half, or you make me whole. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no. you know, it's like, oh, once you have some type of fight or whatever, and you you know, you can just whatever, you can excommunicate that person from your whole. Life. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a, a hugely unhealthy way of looking at it, and I think that's again like the. I, I don't feel like most people, however, will. Uh, truly understand that until you push through those relationships and get those ex- experience points you know it's like of like understanding like okay it's not a 50 50 thing it's like i'm giving all all the time and so are you and when you're not i also still am you know and it's like and that's the <clears throat> that's the thing that i think again especially in the church or like just the the dreaminess that is always pushed or the fact that you you don't want to uh have sex with somebody unless you're married it's a big kind of back and forth of that, like never learning truly how to have a relationship. And mm-hmm. I think that that is, that's constantly seen throughout relationship after relationship in the church. Mm-hmm. It's, it's visible to a lot of people that I've seen get married and know personally. And those are the things, especially as wedding photographers and people that know people well, like you can tell when somebody's like, oh, this is yep. going to last a bit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's not going to yeah. last. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think too, there's a <clears throat> the church exists um, as a community, and I think the more that married people invest in the church community, the better, um, because I think there's uh, a freedom to be transparent when you build those types of relationships with older married couples. Yeah, like hey, you know, you've you've had a, a marriage that's lasts for thirty years. How did you do that? You know, yeah. when, when you allow older married people to speak into your younger marriage, I think that's 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 best. Well, I think yeah. that's that's something that I guess you don't see a lot in whether or not it's church or, or anything else. Like you don't see a lot of that whole intentional push into relationship with age difference yeah. anymore. And I think that was it's still big, probably a bit ago, but like. I you can look, count on your hand like how many people massively older than you that you have a relationship with that you trust that you can talk to mm-hmm. probably nowadays. Yep. <clears throat> and I mean really you you need one solid one. But like at the same time like there's so few people that I know that would hang out with like a 50-year-old yeah. uh, on a given yeah. night that you trust and love 
and that's a shame and because that, I think that's they are like the spout of wisdom. Yeah. Like for me in my life, when I was in my mid to late twenties, um, my pastor at the time, he was um he was that for me. You know, he was I've I've mentioned in talks before at church where he's just this um he was a dorky nerdy guy. You know, he wore nautica sweaters. I mean, this isn't nautica, but I mean <laughs> yeah. Pastor Chuck would probably wear this. But he drove uh, an old, uh, an Oldsmobile uh, eighty-eight. You know, yeah. I mean, he was just not cool. Somebody yeah. that a twenty-six-year-old would not hang out with. But every day, I would go into the office, and I would, I would get into my office, and then I would go right out, go in his office, and just plop myself down because there was just so much life, wisdom, and love, and grace that came out of that man that I just, I just needed. And I think that's missing in the church, specifically in. in uh, with married couples, just just like submit yourself to older, wiser married mm-hmm. people. I yeah. mean, that's just that's it's going to protect you as a as a person, as a as a woman or a man, and it's also going to protect your your marriage um, when when you um, get that life advice and life wisdom yeah. from older people. So, who's the head of the household? <laughs> of course, I am because I'm a man. No, you ain't. <laughs> we all know who really. Yeah, is. I know. You yeah. guys know my wife. I know all of your wives. <laughs> None of you are the head of your house. I'll but you sure. think you are. It's, know, cu- it's I, real I, cute. I sure should have not. Like, I know that. <laughs> I have like three people in front of you. I'm just trying, tr- trying to exist. I told Tracy all the time, I would not know how to function in this life without her. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's God's honest truth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I, yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, any uh, ending points here? We have. It's okay to get divorced. It is okay. I think I would throw out one more big push again to anyone within the church you see struggling with that. Just surround those people on both sides of yeah. that, whether or not there's a fault or not. Because I think both sides always there's there's an, a need to protect one side more more than others sometimes. Whether that's based on oh it's a woman and I want to protect you, or it's because this person wronged you or this other thing. I think in all circumstances, and we've talked about this with the, the celebrity pastor things and all yeah. the, you know, like where people just completely Carl flop. Lentz coming back. Like legit. Don't Is call it a comeback. Is he coming back? <laughs> uh, probably. Check out yeah, his Instagram. Instagram. But uh, he, Can't but I'm saying like, that, that <laughs> but in any, in any of those <laughs> circumstances, I think it's healthy to need to surround those people with as much love as you can. Because especially even the pe- the person that was at fault in those, if there's anyone to blame, if that person is at fault, they also need guidance and help and love through that yeah, so right. that they can grow well and not reoccur. Right. Because you know? the hope of any conflict is reconciliation. Yeah. 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 Whether or not reconciliation happens uh, within a true like to reconnect or just a like, I forgive you, this is, we're done, right. but this is, not gonna let's, let's move on. Yeah. Um, and I think that can look different in a lot of different ways. But I think as a church, we need to be better about not shunning people that are going through this process because it's just it it it's relationships and it's raw and it sucks sometimes. And you have to understand we as a church need to rally around the people that are going through those things, not yes. to force them into staying together. If it's you know if it makes sense to push them into helping, you know, let's let's try to get this figured out. That's cool, but. Yeah, let's rally around the people and not like treat them like oh you're untouchable. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think that's the stuff that you see constantly. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, at the end of the day, hurting marriages need the church. Divorced people need the church. Everybody needs the church and the administration of the love and grace of Jesus. And there it is. Yeah. Good way to end. Amen. <laughs> Johnny Blaze. <laughs> I need him to record the intro. Yeah. You're going to do the, do the hey, full intro. Coming up on 106.3, we have Private Eyes coming up. <laughs> okay. Private Eyes. Private Eyes. Bop, bop. Okay. Uh, bop, right. bop. Thank you, uh, Jeff, for joining us on this very awkward and fun conversation. Thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, Maybe as... next time we'll have you on as not someone who like has experience with the one thing we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you could just join us. Like both times yeah, we're like, hey. tell us your life story of these <laughs> tell things. Tell us your traumatic have... experiences, hey, Jeff. It seems like you uh, have experienced a lot of trauma before. <laughs> let's tap into that. <laughs> and let's make... reopen old wounds. <laughs> this will be great <laughs> for views. Um, anyway. I'm just going to cry all the way home. <laughs> Um, In your crack dealer car. <laughs> you know it. Sling in the rock. <laughs> oh As per usual, go to our website, christianafpodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of our links there and buy us a drink if you feel the need to. We'd love for that to happen, so we stop spending money on booze. Has anybody done that? One. No, one. Destin did it once. Destin did it once. <sighs> Thanks, Destin. I know, right? He, he And also share it so we can get monetized. Yes, uh, big thing right now. I, I will unforgivingly push this. Please share this podcast. We need to actually get more views so that we can monetize and actually put money into this podcast and do more cool things, get cool yeah. guests, more cool than Jeff at least. Yeah. I, no, no. I mean, you guys are scraping the barrel. <laughs> Twice. You guys have had me on twice. Please, nobody else. I am a loser. I wear sweaters. <laughs> Been divorced. Yeah. Live with my mother-in-law. Yeah. He's like a he's like a he's like a youth pastor from Hillsong in 1993. <laughs> hey everybody, let's sing One Way Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh yeah. So uh, if you are listening to anywhere that you can rate us, rate us all the stars. Uh don't give us thumbs down because we're white. It happens. We can't change that. Yeah. And, uh, um, I did see that comment. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. I can't fix it, man. I don't. Yeah, yeah. we were born yeah. white. Don't don't <laughs> on, don't uh, review unless you like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as per usual, you know that. Uh, send us emails too, because again, we have a handful of people writing in. We do want to do a listeners podcast. I've been saying that for two, three years now. Um, we do know people listen to this. We see the numbers. You absolutely probably have a traumatic experience, like Jeff did. Uh, trauma um, we want to hear about it or at least nothing. if nothing else give us some topics you want to hear us talk about we'd love that too uh, send us your info let us know about all that otherwise just keep asking questions keep uh, questioning your pastor church your faith and your uh, questionable divorces out there um, keep asking questions I'm Evan I'm Jesse I'm Jen Johnny Blaze <laughs> No, Jeff. That was a no, Jeff. That was Christian AF.